Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on October 22nd, 2019. Also coming at you from a new location. I know you can hear the difference. Oh, my new apartment. Oh, new studio. Our new studio. How do you not like my, it so far? Not Ty? my kitchen anymore. It's beautiful. Our table's a little too tall for our chairs, but we'll we'll make adjustments. We'll live with it. We're working out the kinks. It's going to look damn good on video, though. Once we get that within the line sign to my mm. left, your right, it's going to look nice. Absolutely. How are you feeling over there? You got enough room to operate? Feeling, I didn't know where to put the table. I'm feeling comfy. This is nice. It's, it's spacious. Um, the table's a little tall, but I'm just leaning back, enjoying my mic. You can't really see each other a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have to Skype each other <laughs> if this gets any uh, taller. Today we are recapping NFL Week 7. As always, we're going to start with that since baseball's winding down a little bit. We both don't really have stake in the claim, even though we do have some Angels-Dodgers talk coming at you after football. And then we're ending the episode with a list. We're doing top five actors who kind of play the same role in every movie. I didn't know the word kind for it. Kind of like typecasting, career-defining type roles. Yeah, so actors, pretty much the same same character in every movie. Yeah. Let's do it. I don't feel so good. Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Okay, Ty, so the first thing we got going on today is we have another giveaway, even though uh, we haven't actually given our Thor pop away that we already gave out. He's he's accepted it. We just haven't got it to him yet. You know what? I was in the process of moving. It's going to get to him. I'm going to give it to him tomorrow. I'm going to be out of the house. I'm going to give it to him. It'll be good. We'll stop by and give it to him. And while you're doing that, maybe you can give the new winner... His gift. I don't think he lives by by us. We'll find out. 
So we were giving away, what was it again? A Batman Red Rain Funko Pop that you got? Yeah. Okay, so I need to do a number one through 15, right? 15 replies, you said? Uh, Yes. Okay, Ty. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Unlucky number 13. Oof. That looks like Jason. Jason, you have a cousin we both know. What is his name? Evan. Another cousin we both know. What is his name? Corbin. Another Chris. cousin. Another cousin. Brandon. No. Yes. It is Brandon. Not your cousin, though. <laughs> At B. Herms 23. So he is, is the, the winner one. of the, the, the Batman Funko Pop. We're not doing it where you have to listen, but uh, if you are listening to B. Herms 23, I appreciate it. For sure. You'll, but know, you don't, you'll know right away. You don't have to listen, but you might. I'll tweet the giveaway out in like 30 minutes while in the middle of recording because I said we were going to announce it at 8 o'clock and it's actually technically 7.30, so we're kind of breaking our own rules. What do you mean we're going to announce at 8? Well, I was going to tweet it because that's I tweeted we'll announce at 8 or we'll draw at 8 or whatever, but it's actually 7.30 right now. Oh. So Okay. I'm it, fine with it. It is what it is, though, Ty. NFL Week 7, how'd you feel about the week? Oh, Jason, it was a great week. Um, I mean, just all around. America's Game of the Week was fantastic. What was America's Game of the Week? America's Game of the Week was Saints-Bears, if anyone was wondering. Yeah, it was a low-scoring snooze fest, right? Um, I mean, if you consider 60 points low-scoring. Yeah, that was the expectations going into it, that it was going to be (laughs) low-scoring, and that's definitely what I expected, too. I was looking at the under last week, like, ooh, that looks tasty. And I'm pretty sure the Saints beat the under, beat the over-under just by themselves. Single-handedly. I think it was like 35. Don't sleep on Teddy B. And Latavius Murray also. Yeah, it wasn't too much Teddy. I mean, he had a good game, but he didn't have a great game. But yeah, two eighty-one, two touchdowns. Latavius Murray was the the engine that drove the offense. And Mike Thomas, hundred thirty-one. Yeah, can't yeah. stop him. You can't guard him. You can't guard Mike. Two fumbles that he's helped been telling you out. everybody. <laughs> and we left two touchdowns on the board. We had the one blocked punt on the first drive of the game, where they went and swatted it out of the end zone. Oh yeah, yeah. For safety. Yeah, but then he ran it down and caught it. Or not caught it, but the fun, the punter recovered it. No, the punter, he turned around, and then instead of like grabbing the ball, he swatted oh, yeah, it out of right, the back. Right. Which apparently is illegal, but it's still just a safety, so it's the same as if he would catch it. Why is it illegal? I don't. They said it's an illegal thing. I don't know if they added yards, like taking yards away on the punt. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, they said it's illegal to swat it out of the back of the end zone intentionally, but it was still just a safety. Huh. That's I was weird. very confused. Why make it illegal if it's... Just make it legal or make it... A touchdown, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then we also had a punt return touchdown that was called back on penalties that broke my goddamn heart. Oh, I was watching that. I was like, ooh, Ty's probably so sad right now. But didn't you guys end up scoring a touchdown after that punt return touchdown? So you can't really say you left it off the board because you still scored a touchdown anyways? Maybe. I don't remember. I was just upset. You guys look good. Um, the Bears, what are they doing? I don't know. I mean, they got 15 points in the fourth quarter, which was garbage time points. Two garbage. You guys are the kings at letting garbage I'm, time touchdowns. I'm telling touchdowns. you, we're the worst team in football when we lead by 21 points or more. <laughs> worst team in football. They recovered down. an onside kick. That doesn't happen anymore. Worst team in football. <laughs> but the Bears, what are they doing? Throwing the ball 54 times with Mitch Trubisky and only running it seven times? Seven carries. And I was looking at the stats beforehand. You guys weren't bad against the run, but you weren't good. You were like 14th in the league, so you're right around league average. It was like 102 rushing yards per game. Now you're like 8th because you only let up 16, 17 rushing yards this game. Wait, we've averaged 102 rushing? Prior to this week. Oh, maybe against. total. We haven't allowed a like 100-yard rusher in fucking forever. Well, multiple guys. Yeah, multiple yeah, total, guys have combined, but person. we haven't allowed one guy to rush for over 100 yards. No, yeah, so... 
Yeah, but I don't know why they didn't run the ball, especially uh, I, when Mitchell Trubisky's your quarterback. It's a fucking great question, and he's terrible. He reminds – I don't know. I was looking – I was watching the game. He reminds me of the kid from Stranger Things. I've never seen Stranger Things. Oh, look up the Stranger Things cast. I'm going to find this kid's name. Is he the main character of Stranger Things? He's one of the main kids. Yeah, I've never seen it. I watched the first episode when it first came out, and it scared me, and I never watched it again. Is his name uh, – I, I don't even know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what the Bears are doing. The Saints looking real good. I will say their defense still has to prove more to me. Still, Ooh. They have oh. to beat a good quarterback. That's a long name. Gatton Mats- Ma- Mozzarella? Mozzarazzo. Mozzarella? Mozzarazzo. All right. Zach Mozzarella. And we should say the Saints won this game with no Alvin Kamara, no Drew Brees, and... Jared Cook. No Jared Cook. And... Eli Apple got hurt. I don't know if he came back in, but I know he got hurt at one point. I don't know if he came back in either. We're banged up, and we're still dominating. Now, I will ask you, Ty. Do you think Drew Brees should return next week? No. Yeah, did you hear he wants to? I did. I don't I think, think he should. I think that's a dumb move. But with that being said, if there is a team for a get-right game to kind of ease yourself back into the season, it's the Arizona Cardinals. That's a team you can get in there, beat up on. Yeah, but or he could... Rest a week, get an extra week because of the bye, and then play the Atlanta Falcons, who have like the worst defense known to man. <laughs> that is also a get-right team. <laughs> so, so either way, it's a get-right. <laughs> yeah, either way, I, I don't think he should be playing. I wouldn't it, mind seeing him like fourth quarter come in. Yeah. Maybe play a quarter next week and then get the bye week. Yeah. Let Teddy B, you know, Teddy B do his thing still. Teddy B's earned it. He's 5-0. and oh. Yeah, let the man play. It's just hard, too, especially because if you don't know all week, but you have Breeze practicing, like they're going to make a game plan one way or the other. Yeah. Like, it's hard to make a game plan that's going to work with both Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater. So it, it could be one of those situations where they game plan for Brees, but then it's Bridgewater under center, and it's like, maybe it doesn't work as well. You know what I mean? But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But, I mean, I don't think he should return. It's one of those weird things. He's not really going to re-aggravate it with contact, because unless someone hits him in the hand, which is rare. You know, yeah. Well, and they could be targeting it. You never know. But if his thumb... What if he tears a lit? I don't know how he would re-injure it, but... I don't think he'd re-injure it. My biggest thing is last year he dipped so hard at the end of the season. Yeah, you could did. tell. Age caught up to him. He cannot play a full season and look like Hall Tom of Brady Fame. can. He can, but Drew Brees cannot play That's a full Drew season ain't the goat. and look like a Hall of Fame quarterback the entire season. He can for most of the season. <laughs> yeah. But I, as much time off as we can get him, I'm okay with. Give him two extra weeks off so he's healthier longer. Yeah, absolutely. I will say, Ty, I think the Saints are winning the Super Bowl this year. I mean. I'm not even lying. I felt that the past two years. I looked up the Super Bowl odds today because I wanted to bet on them because I was like, the Saints are winning the Super Bowl and there's not a doubt in my mind. I felt that the past two years. We're going to fuck something up in the playoffs, undoubtedly. Ty, I've been pretty spot on with my, not my betting predictions, but my other predictions have been pretty <laughs> decent here recently. I'm I telling just... you, Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year and I'm going to hate every second of it. We had the best team last year, and I feel like we probably could have won the year before that. But you didn't. And it's going to be the same thing this year. Having, and it's heartbreaking. Having the best team doesn't mean anything. I'm a Dodger fan, I can tell you. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just I don't want to get my hopes up because I know we have the talent to do it. I just don't think we will. Why? Because we're the Saints, and God hates me. Well, like I said with the Dodgers, it takes a lot of luck. To make the World Series three years in a row, it's going to take a lot of unluck to get screwed three years in a row. And I don't think you're going to get screwed this year. We'll see. I mean, my team's done. I don't have to worry about it. No fucking done. I mean, I gave them the Dunchain two weeks ago in the middle of the game, but I still watch, and I'm giving them the Dunchain again. They're earning it. 
they are the San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers are just terrible, man. They Los- need to be the San Diego Chargers. Maybe they'd be winning. Because Los Angeles Chargers fucking suck, Jay. Lost to the Tennessee Titans. Team who got shut out the week prior. Made Ryan Tannehill look like a G. 23 for 29, 312 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Also allowed 90 yards to Derrick Henry on the ground. Oh, yeah, our rushing our rushing defense is terrible. But the takeaway of the sto- of the game, and it leads into my ED player of the week, is Melvin Gordon holding out, you know, doesn't play the first four games, wants a new contract, wants to be like one of the highest paid running backs. I argued for him. I said he was a top four running back. And one fumble doesn't make him a bad running back, but he fumbled at the one-yard line. Mm. Yeah, it does. Down by three, about, I think, 17 seconds left in the game. Game's over if you score a touchdown. He fumbles, and we lose the game, which is funny because in that drive, Austin Eckler thought he scored a touchdown. Nope, reviewed down at the one. Melvin Gordon thought he scored a touchdown. Nope, reviewed. He was down at like the four-inch line. (laughs) And then he fumbles, and it's just the perfect way for the Los Angeles Chargers to lose a game. It's just Chargers are going to charge her, man. The Chargers every single year could be 16-0 and if you change one play each game. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Every single man. year. You guys could be 16-0 and <laughs> if you change one play per game. Even last year when we got lucky in some of the games, there were some of our losses were still kind of like, oh, we could have won that easily. I mean, it goes down to an extra yard on a play. It goes down to making a field goal when you miss it. Yeah. Every single every single game, the Chargers can win. Well, that's why I thought last year was our year because we had like five of those games where we actually won them. So I was like, there's no way we're losing this year. And then we just got destroyed by the patriots in the playoffs but yeah they're done they'd have to win out to make the playoffs that's not going to happen this team it's playoff kershaw they can have all the talent in the world granted they are very injured i i wouldn't be shocked if we lead the league in injury report people on the injury report everyone's hurt best defender durbin james he's hurt i think like we have like three different receivers hurt our line is banged up it keeps getting more banged up and i just think phil rivers should retire mid-season because before oh. sooner or later they're they're going to be calling us to block for him and he's gonna his life's gonna be over Ty. He's got eight, nine, ten kids to take care of. I mean he needs to get them out there to block for him. Honestly, man, it's it's a joke. And I think they should trade Melvin Gordon. Ooh. Trade deadlines in Hot nine days. He's an expiring contract. You know he's not gonna resign anyways. You know he's gonna play. Just trade him. Be like, hey, we're gonna trade you to a team. They're not they might not sign you to a contract this year. But at least you'll play for a winner. We'll get like a third round pick out of it. You know, some contender that needs a running back. Get Probably the Patriots. To build for because you guys are not competing this year. And Austin Eckler's been doing better. I would agree with that. Austin Eckler's by far had a better oh, performances geez. when he's on the field. But yeah, trade him. I'd trade everyone. Anyone who's an expiring free agent this year, just trade him. Hunter Henry, if they don't have plans on re-signing him, which they probably don't because they're cheap bastards, trade him. <laughs> just anyone saying blow it up. Anyone that they don't plan on keeping after this year, trade them. Do you guys play the Dolphins this year? We already did, and we won. Oh, fuck. But we gave them their first lead of the year. I was going to say, you guys need to just bomb and then lose against the Dolphins. <laughs> Give them their first win so you can tank even harder. I will say, the Dolphins are cooking. They got a lot of draft picks, dude. Oh, they're going to be good. Eventually. Just not anytime soon. So, yeah, that was my AD player of the week. It's All right. Melvin Gordon and the whole Los Angeles Chargers. We got a lot of, of things. Sucky town. We got a lot of things on our football outline, Jay. I want to mix and match right now. Go for it. Do I want to go everything want. because we're talking about the Chargers day. And we had some some gambling picks this uh, past week. Yeah. How did those go? For one of us, very well. For one of us, not so well. Okay. You want to guess who was who, Jay? I probably did pretty well. No, you didn't. You did shit. Because okay. the Chargers lost by three as two and a half point underdogs. I didn't even think about that. I was just so heartbroken from the fumble. I didn't even think about the three and then they were two and a half point underdogs. Two and a half point underdogs. You miss it by half a point. 
That sounds like a Jason thing to do. And I texted you that morning. I'm pissed off that you convinced me to bet the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, and I loved it. <laughs> loved every second of it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> going off of that, Jay, another team you bet as 10-point favorites only put up nine points. I should have seen that coming, man. 49ers shut out the Washington Redskins, only put up nine points and don't cover. I should have seen that coming. I mean, I didn't know the weather report, but a road game against a terrible team after a big win against the Rams. I should have known that they would lay an egg. Granted, I didn't know it was going to be raining cats and dogs. Now I will say this looked like the most fun game of the week because <laughs> they were just sliding out there. Fucking, they're, they're basically swimming. Well, yeah, they couldn't do anything, dude. As soon as I, after like one quarter, I was like, this isn't hitting. I knew. I was like, this isn't hitting. They yeah. need one touchdown and one field goal, and it's not hitting. It's not going to happen. And you know what, Jay? I think elite players, they power through the rain, and they cover. Okay. And you know who didn't cover this week? Who? Jimmy G for the, for the fucking San Francisco 49ers, not the Philadelphia 49ers. Right. And he's my ED player of the week. I mean, you kind of, you can't. No, I'm holding it against him. You can't hold him against him that because much, my elite man. elite players... They cover in the rain. Your defense shuts them out and you can't give me 10 points in the rain? Have some fun. Slide around out there. He didn't do terrible. He threw 151, one interception. 12 for 21. 151, one interception. On a game, you're supposed to be having fun. You're from New England. You're supposed to be able to battle weather. You come out to the West Coast. Case Keenan went 9 for 12. <laughs> He's fucking terrible. I bet more completions, though. More better completion run rate. It was an ugly game, but it was a fun game to watch. But I'm still giving him my ED player of the week. Okay, that's fine, Ty. What was my bet that I did hit? The one I said was a virtual lock last week. That's the one that means I rank them. So, like, my virtual lock is worth three points in my brain. My middle one, the Niners, was worth two points. Chargers were worth one. Mm -hmm. I hit my three-pointer. Okay. I hit my three-point shot. You still lost to me on the week, but you hit it. That was Miami my... Dolphins, plus 17. Plus 17. And they easily, we thought we were going to cover. And then made it close at the end. I got a little worried. but Scared they're... you. They lost 21-31. If you would have told me last week when I was going on that spiel about plus 17 being a guaranteed lock because the Bills don't score, if you would have told me that the Bills scored 31 points in this game, I would have been like, oh, that's not hitting. Yeah, it's over. But the Dolphins, 21 points behind Fitzmagic, baby. They showed up, and they covered for you. And they gave you your... It, and it looked like for a while they were going to win. The Bills scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. Them Dolphins, they're right on the edge. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're on the edge of success. But they just, they're just going to go 0-6, which is fine. They're going to look bad the entire season. They're going to tank. They're going to get a good quarterback. Snap your fingers. Do you think they're purposely losing? Oh, for sure. Because there was last week on that two-point conversion where they ran that ugly screen that just got blown up and the guy dropped it because there was like a guy in his face. And this week they're like winning the whole game. And then I didn't really watch much of it, but they let up 22 points in the fourth quarter. Like I, a little fishy. A little fishy. <laughs> a little dolphin. A little dolphiny. <laughs> I, I think they have to be. And I think it's smart. I think if you're the fucking dolphins, you don't you have such an issue at the quarterback position. Well, if Roger Goodell finds out they're losing on purpose, they'll probably just take away all their picks and give them to, like, that's no, they why, don't really favor That's the why you cover, Jason. That's why you put up good performances and cover the spread. <laughs> that way it doesn't look like you're intentionally tanking. But they are. Okay, fair point. Moving on to my picks, Jason. Kansas City, Thursday night, three and a half point favorites. Patrick Mahomes goes down, and they still cover effortlessly. Yeah, they did. Effortlessly, Jason. I would like to say, though, speaking of Patrick Mahomes... If you're a frequent listener of this podcast, you know that about two, three weeks ago, I said that Patrick Mahomes is like a once-in-a-generation talent, and I'm scared he's going to get hurt, and he's going to become a what-if. He suffered two injuries since then, <laughs> since I said that. He's looked beaten up all three games. He, I, it's not serious injury, but I'm just saying he suffered two injuries since I said that. Zero injuries before I said that. Do the math. 
do the math. I, I might have cursed him. I might have cursed Patrick Mahomes. Unintentionally. And I'm sorry, Patrick. You didn't wish that on him. I, I didn't. But it happened. I, and it sucks because the Chargers sucking. We actually might have a chance if we were good. But you're not. Yeah. What was your other team's tie? My other team, LA Rams minus 3J. You said never bet against the Falcons. Just never bet on a Falcons game in general. Never yeah. bet on a Falcons game. And I said, no, Jason. I said, the Rams are going to cover easily. They win by 27 points. Oh, yeah. They they killed him. Jared Goff didn't look great, but didn't look terrible. He had one good pass. Um, Dropped a fucking dime to Todd Gurley in the end zone. I saw that one. Uh, Johnny Hecker had a good pass on a fake punt. That one was pretty good. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the Falcons are garbage. Well, yeah, that was... I, I'm looking at the box score. I'm not really sure how the Rams scored 37 points. I think it was the Falcons just turning the ball over. Matt Ryan got binged up. Matt Schaub came in 6 for 6. Matt Ryan on the hot seat. Matt Ryan actually hasn't been that bad this year. I kind of feel bad for He's him. He's good. I could for sure see Matt Ryan getting traded. I don't know how many years are left on his He's contract. got a lot of money, so I don't know if any team... The Bears just take up Matt Ryan. Fuck it. Um, again, another team not running the ball. I don't understand why teams aren't running the ball. I feel like once you go down big, you're just forced to fucking throw it and try and make up for it i mean but the rams you know you were tied in the first quarter i guess three three going into the second they had time to run they had time to do more than 15 runs i don't know i I just don't understand why guys why teams don't run i don't get it um julio jones had a decent game against jalen ramsey the trade piece that's supposed to uh we didn't really talk about that the trade piece that's supposed to like revigorate the rams and lead to stupid trade in my eyes i'm gonna be honest yeah they get rid of marcus peters to make the trade happen marcus peters was kind of trash though he's kind of trash but he's decent he's not an elite number one he's not Jalen used to be but i think if you keep marcus peters and trade for Jalen ramsey and make marcus peters the two you have an elite defense well i think they did that for your cap space maybe or picks I I i get you but i'm saying you still got rid of your number one and just replaced him with another number one. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes you a slight bit better, but it doesn't make your defense deeper. Well, that wasn't really, like, yeah, they let up a lot of points in a few of these games, but that wasn't, the problem's been is the offense can't operate when Todd Gurley's not on the field because Jared Goff needs that running back to rely on. And Unless you're playing the Falcons, who are a dumpster fire. Terrible defense. And this doesn't solve that problem. And Jalen Ramsey is a free agent after next season, and you traded this year's pick, so you traded the 2020 pick and the 2021 pick. So by the 2021 draft, Jalen Ramsey might be on a different team. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. It might be a... He's going to chase the money. We, he's already shown that that's th- what he wants to do. I mean, he doesn't want to be in Jacksonville, but this could be like a Yankees or oldest Chapman, trade him to the Cubs for Glaber Torres, and then end up re-signing him when his contract's up. Like, that, that he could... What if he signed... He's not going to go back to Jacksonville, but imagine he just signs back in Jacksonville, and then... I don't think he wants to be there, but I am I think if a competitive team's going to pay him, he's going to leave effortlessly. Oh, yeah. Easily. And I think the Rams haven't been that competitive this year. They're sitting at four and three. I, I still think the Rams, I will say this, I think they're okay. I think they actually still have a decent shot of winning the NFC West, as crazy as that sounds. I think the Seahawks are overhyped, and I think the Niners have had a cookie schedule. The Rams would have to get hot, and they have a few easy games ahead of them to get hot. I still think they're definitely a playoff team, and I think, I just don't think the 49ers and Seahawks are as good as they're made out to be. I, I mean, think... look look at the Seahawks' schedule so far. They almost lost to the Bengals at home. They barely beat the Steelers in the game that Big Ben got hurt. Yeah. Then they lost to uh, you guys who were hurt, and then they beat another terrible team. They beat the Cardinals. And then they, they ended up beating the Rams, but the only reason they beat the Rams is because Greg Zerline missed the game-winning field goal. Like, you change it. They're the Chargers. They're the lucky Chargers. <laughs> if you can change one thing about the Chargers and they'd be 6-0, you could change one thing about the Seahawks. They'd be 0-6. 
Yeah, that's fair. Except the Cardinals game. They steam pumped them that game. But My thing is the 49ers are a good team. Yeah. I think they're deep enough to where they're going to win some of the competitive games. And no, they have no. such a lead already that it's going to be yeah. so hard for the Rams to catch them. The Rams have to beat them. They have to hope the Seahawks. I think the Niners still play the Seahawks twice, so they have to hope the Seahawks at least split. If the Rams beat them, that's the Rams have to win every game except one. Pretty, they have to go twelve. They're twelve and four at worst to win the division. Yeah. So, and then also my third bet was uh, Saints plus three. We all know how that ended. Yeah. Mortal lock. And I'd also like to say, Jason, I wanted to bet on the Patriots this week. Minus 10 it was, or 10 and a half, or something. And we said, oh, it's Monday night, shouldn't do that. They're up by 33 right now in the fourth quarter. Well, you should have done a 14 parlay in Vegas, and you would have won pretty. fucking bank. Yeah. But all three of my picks and my four imaginary picks. (laughs) Fantastic. Holy cow, Sony Michelle has three rushing touchdowns for the Patriots. He's on my fantasy team, Ty. Ooh, racking it up, Jason. It doesn't matter. I think that's a good time to hear about your fantasy update. Yeah, my fantasy update in between us talking about those games, because we have more games to cover. Um, I got destroyed my team was just a massive letdown this week i uh um, i saw something real unfortunate going on with your bench so even with sony michelle's three touchdowns i only scored i'm only at 79 points this week he scored 22 of those 79 Oof. let me read you these totals ty okay russell wilson been the top scoring quarterback in fantasy this year i actually proposed to trade him this week to someone else i decided to start him over deshaun watson mm-hmm Deshaun Watson didn't have that good of a game I mean, either. That's true. So neither of them really had a good game. 14.3 points, which isn't terrible. You could win with your quarterback doing 14.3. Phil Rivers from him at 21.2. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 15.5. So that's not the reason I lost those, that 1.2 points. on Johnson, who everyone expected to break out and be like this amazing running back. He's been good, but hasn't been great. I think he gets hurt. He has 23 yards, 2.3 points. Mm. A dud. Sonny Michelle, as we said, 22 points. Tyreek Hill, 14.9. Not a great, a good, but not great performance. I'm fine. I could win with that. That's better than either of his receivers did. Tyler Boyd, the guy traded in the Christian McCaffrey trade. Andy Dalton just decided he didn't want to play football this week. We could talk about that. Jaguars beat the Bengals 27-17. I don't know how much of this game you watched. I just remember watching the end of the game when the Bengals were like trying to make it happen. And Andy Dalton threw an interception on back-to-back plays. Like he threw a pick six or something, and then his next offensive play or whatever threw another interception. Something crazy like that. I think he threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. All I know is he didn't throw it to Tyler Boyd, who had six points for me. And I will say I have Joe Mixon in another fantasy league, my $5 fantasy league that I won in that I don't care that much about. Joe Mixon had 10 carries for two yards. That's an ED player of the week. I didn't even know that until right this second. Point two average. That's terrible, bro. <laughs> I could do, but I could carry the ball 10 times and get more than two yards. Yeah, that's real tough. It's hard to be that bad. Delaney Walker. He's I I he was hurt, but I read everything I read said he was ready to play. Doesn't play against the Chargers. Ooh. Meanwhile, my other tight end who played early in the day, Eric Ebron had 15 points, which is good for a tight end. Tight ends usually like the top tight end average is like 11. So 15 in a week's like really good for a tight end. I get 0. My will watch out for that guy guy from last week, T McLaurin. Don't remember his first name. Plays in that fucking rain game. <laughs> Gets 1.6 points, one reception for 11 yards. The Bills defense got me 10, whatever. Will Lutz got me 8, which is whatever for a kicker. All this while Marvin Jones Jr. has the game of his career, 10 receptions, 93 yards, 4 touchdowns on my bench. (laughs) 38.3 points. If I just put Marvin Jones in for Tyler Boyd, that'd be plus 32, I would have won. So if I put Marvin Jones and Delaney Walker in, I win by like 20 points. At one point during this Sunday, he outscored your entire 
team that was starting. Yes. He One was player at, like, on your bench was outscoring your entire like team. Like six people who were active. Yeah, it was like 38 to 36 or whatever. It was a brutal week. And that's the week where I'm hoping I make the playoffs because there's like eight fi- playoff teams. My other league, I did fine. I went 81 to 54. Still not a great week. David Montgomery got me negative oh, the yards. The guy only put up 54. That's an easy win. Yeah. So, it's all right, though. Got the dub. Well, you win some, you lose some. Marvin Jones also on my bench in that league as well. <laughs> <laughs> Continue? Do you want to continue going through the games? Well, we got another game here, Jay. Hit me. Which one? Texans-Colts? We'll get to Texans. Let's talk Texans-Colts. Didn't really watch much of it, if I'm being honest. Colts are the real deal, though. I will say that. Jacoby Brissett looked real good against you guys to start the season. They should have beat us. I mean, they really should have. Absolutely should have. They missed like three field goals. And he's been great the rest of the season. I think for a team who lost an elite-level quarterback... Like a couple of weeks before the season, the Colts are fucking amazing this season. Yeah, I think if you're a Colts fan, this is nothing but wins for you. I don't know if you listen to Bill Simmons much. No, not anymore. Um, they do like their preseason guests. He actually was on the Colts. He was, was saying that how before or after Andrew Luck retired. After, really? He was on the Colts. I don't know. It, it was like it sounded like one of those. He was also on the Buccaneers. <laughs> um, Oof. I mean, they dropped fifty some. On the but he was really on the Colts, and it sounded like one of those things that you kind of just say, like, half meaning it. Stephen A. Smith, uh, skip take. But <laughs> I but I think he actually genuinely meant it, and he because he ditched the Buccaneers right away. He watched them for, like, two games, and he was like, okay, whatever, they suck. But he was on the Colts, and I was like, this guy's crazy. And right now they're in first in the AFC South, which is, like, the hardest division to gauge in football. Yeah, I mean, Jacoby Brissett has carried this team to where you thought it was going to be a shit season Go into tank mode. You lose your fucking star yeah. quarterback. I thought they'd be okay because they had a really good team around them. I thought they were still going to be like seven and nine, eight and eight because they ever they had a really good team around them and a really good head coach. Didn't think I didn't see this coming. Obviously, yeah, he's been great. Um, I think the only other game we have left here, Jason. No, we oh, have no. a few. We do have a few. Never mind. We're going to go Cardinals Giants. Uh, first two quarterbacks drafted this season. Good game. Yeah, I didn't really watch much of it. Happy that Daniel Jones is sucking or at least losing. I mean, I don't know why I have. He like, was the better quarterback today. Yeah, not he today. Was. On well, Sunday, I mean, it didn't take much to beat Kyler Murray or be better than <laughs> Kyler Murray. He only put up 104 and then 28 rushing. I have no reason to dislike Giants fans, but I just love when they're upset. I don't know why. I don't know. This Vince is, is the only Giants fan. Yeah, it's just because Daniel. Okay, here's why I'm happy because Daniel Jones was drafted. Everyone's like, oh, that's a terrible pick. Then he has like two good preseason games and a first good game against the Buccaneers. And I see the Giants fans all over Twitter like, oh, told you, told you. It's just the annoying New York fans. And <laughs> since then, he's been just mediocre like we all expected. He's just a younger Eli Manning. See, see, this is weird for me. I don't know why my brain works this way. I think of Yankee fans and I'm like, yeah, they're pieces of shit. They're all assholes. I think of Giants fans and I feel like they're just nice guys. They just like their football because I, I think it's uh, Eli Manning. Well, I think he's just destroyed my brain. And I think all Giant fans are just Eli Manning. I can attest to this because I think of Dodger fans. I'm like, eh, well, Dodger fans are kind of annoying. But, yeah, I like Dodger fans. But then I think of Raider fans, and I'm like, wow, those guys are terrible. And they're those pretty the much people. all the same. That's yeah. the same group. Yeah. So Cardinals, 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. Just saying, they're pretty decent, even though I think they've just beat bad teams. I mean, I think if they can sneak a win next week. Against you guys. <laughs> they're looking good. <laughs> If, if they beat you guys, they're looking good. And I think that if I legitimately, I think if Drew Brees is coming back and they're not sure if he comes back, I think they could fuck up the game plan for Teddy B or Drew Brees. And yeah. we, could, we legitimately could lose this game. It's indoors though. You guys will be fine. I want to talk about my well watch out for that guy, guy, Ty. Let's hear it, Jay. He's 
he's pretty unheard of. Um, I don't know if you've heard his name. I gotta Google it real quick. I don't remember how to spell it. Um, You're definitely making a joke here. I feel like he's definitely a star player. No, dude, he's not known. You know, he had himself a a, a great game. <laughs> I know who it is because you nearly just said his name. He had himself a great game. You know, some would say putting himself in the MVP race. No one expected to see it coming. <sighs> okay, keep going because I threw something on the outline. I want to talk about it. He once backed up Brett Favre. Once. His name's Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Okay. I think he's dating Danica Patrick's boyfriend. That's who my will watch out for that guy is. Some would say the worst mustache in the league. Yeah, I would agree. But we'll watch out for Aaron Rodgers because he is on a tear. I didn't know what to say. He's on a, a redemption tour of sucking for the last few years and reminding everyone that, hey, I'm still the best quarterback in the league. Maybe not anymore, but he's pretty damn good. Six touchdowns this Sunday. Five passing, one rushing, 429 yards. He just looked great, man. I wish Aaron Rodgers, I wish he started like super young, like Drew Brees and Tom Brady. And like he actually had like, I mean, Drew Brees didn't really have the stability that Tom Brady had. But like if Aaron Rodgers had that same like tenure, I think he'd undoubtedly be like the greatest of all time. Because when he was at his like his prime, he was like, he was so much better than everyone else. See, I'm with, so my argument for Aaron Rodgers, I agree with that. I think at his prime, he was probably, like, his, the best Aaron Rodgers was probably the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. I just don't think he had, his prime was so short. Yeah. And he's been good, but when people are, oh, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest of all time, you no. have to have consecutive seasons. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. If he had the, the, the long term, because he start, he's already 35. He's pretty old. Oh, he's getting up there for sure. But, I mean, he looked fucking... 22 with Patrick Mahomes being out I think it's safe to say that he's not going to win MVP you can't miss like four weeks and win MVP I don't think it's going to be tough especially because his last like three games weren't that good anyways yeah um but Aaron Rodgers I mean Drew Brees ain't going to win it no Brees can't even if the Saints are the best team in the league Tom Brady I mean I don't think he's the reason they're winning I don't think I I mean Jimmy G hasn't been I think before this week Russell Wilson was kind of doing yeah. good but he fucking did shit this week christian mccaffrey but mccaffrey's kind of he's a running back which don't win it a lot and he, the, the panthers don't make the playoffs you definitely can't make that and case. he's not a dominant enough running back he's good fantasy wise but i don't think he's dominant enough of a running back to win mvp so i think aaron Rodgers might be like the front runner right now i don't know there's probably a team we're forgetting no one on the bills is gonna win it um i really don't know and not gonna be lamar jackson I mean, Aaron Rodgers is at 2,000 yards, 2019, actually. So he's going to get over 4,000 yards, probably get like 42, 4,300. He's at 13 touchdowns, so he might not if he might not get that many touchdowns. I mean, he ends it's with like 30. B season is going to be over soon because oh he'd be gosh. in the conversation. I, I think it might be Aaron Rodgers, man. I can't see anyone else. I mean, after the performance he put up, you can't argue it. The man puts up six touchdowns in one game. Who's yeah. lights out? Watch out for him. I'm just saying, unheard of. This is not the game I wanted to talk about, though, Jay. Okay, sorry. No, it's okay. I was confused. I thought you said Kirk when you were looking something up. Oh. I thought you were going to give it to Kirk Cousins. Oh, why? Who had 337 yards and four touchdowns. Kirk Cousins. Is that your will watch out for that guy guy? Did I do my will watch out for that guy guy? No, you haven't. Oops. Oh, wait. Maybe you did. No, I didn't. It was Leonard Fournette of the Jaguars. Oh. <laughs> he was good again. He's been shit, and he just, he was good again out of nowhere. Let's get past it. I was just gonna say, watch out for him. That's fine. Just watch out for that guy, guy. Dalvin Cook, man. Dalvin Cook is pretty good. Dalvin Kirk Cook is Cousins. pretty good. Kirk Cousins is pretty good. They have two elite wide receivers. Adam Thielen didn't play very much. Had a hamstring issue. I will say this. 
I think Kirk Cousins is just having the Jared Goff effect right now of having a, an elite running back and good receivers, and that's why he's been playing good recently. So, Jason, last week I made a Carolina. I'll just never, I'll never give in on Kirk Cousins, or I'll never, never buy in on Kirk Cousins. Ty, I don't care if they win the Super Bowl. I'm never buying in. On well, them. last week I made a Carolina Reaper bet, Jason. Yeah, and it was really boring because my team didn't play this week. Oh yeah, the Carolina Panthers, Carolina Reaper, Carolina Panthers. I want to change it to the Vikings. Oh, I I suggested the Vikings. I you did, and I I was sitting on it, and then they had a real pretty win this week, mm-hmm. which uh, makes it even more of a oh they look good, they look like they can be competitors. I'm switching them to the Vikings, and that's final. Uh, final? That's final. Oh, you're handing the the baton over. I like that because I feel like the Vikings have a better chance than the Panthers. I feel like they I still do too. agree with you though. I don't see them, but I feel like they're just they're everyone's getting hyped on them. Everyone thinks Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, and they're going to have two shitty games coming up, I believe. Now, let me make the case for you. <laughs> Let's hear it. It's real... Yeah, they get the Redskins next week, they... so they're going to look good again. Well, they won't. Even if they have home field advantage, it's indoors, so they won't have like a weather advantage. Yeah, I don't know. They would just have to ride Dalvin Cook until the wheels fell off and hope that their defense, which didn't help, I mean, let the Lions score 30 points today. Lions kind of beat themselves in this one, too. I remember they had like some drop passes and some interceptions and or whatever. I don't know. I just remember watching the game and then the guy on red zone was like, this is what the Vikings, they keep biting themselves in the foot or the lions. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like chargers too. Yeah. The lions or whatever, but the Vikings they're there. I think they're a playoff team that won't go anywhere. So I like that pick. I agree with that. They're a playoff team who does not deserve to be a playoff team. And most teams have like a triple headed monster, like quarterback, running back, wide receiver. They have two good wide receivers. They got a quadruple headed monster, but I think Alvin Al Adam Thielen's hurt right now. Well, yeah, that's what I said. He had a hamstring issue, oh, but yeah, he'll be back right. by the playoffs. Uh, I mean, they have four good yeah, I like players, the pick. but they're a shit team, and they're okay. not going to win the Super Bowl, and I will eat a Carolina Reaper if they win the Super Bowl. My Carolina, well, we got the Ravens-Seahawks. Ravens beat the Seahawks again. Seahawks, maybe not the same. The same team that we know, just saying. They're 0-2 at home, or not 0-2, but they got two losses at home, only beat the Bengals by one at home, and then only beat the Rams by two or one or whatever on a missed field goal they might be the worst elite team in the league right now the seahawks they they very well could be zero and four at home and they're like the that's the place you don't want to go play so i'm just saying it's going to be funny that i'm saying this about the seahawks because you'll see but i just think the seahawks are like the most one of the most overrated teams of the first few seven weeks okay along with my uh, Carolina Reaper team, the Dallas Cowboys, who just shit pumped the Philadelphia Eagles. Fuck yeah, they did. That game was boring. <sighs> that's like the best Cowboys you'll see, and that's the Cowboys I'm scared of. If they just wake up and they're like, "Hey, let's just hand the ball to freaking Zeke Elliott and have Dak Prescott only throw the ball 27 times and just be efficient," and that's all we need. But that's the issue with the Cowboys. It's always a coin flip. You can't be a coin flip team in the playoffs. You can't have look fucking elite like you're going to beat every single team on the face of the earth one week and then look like fucking Falcons the next week. I'm not worried yet, but I'm just saying, if they get hot, they, they're going to be dangerous. I, they're not good enough to get a one seed. And the NFL is going to rig it, because they're going to know that I'm going to eat a Carolina Reaper, so they're going to rig it. <laughs> they're not good enough to get a one or two seed to get the first week by in the playoffs. And they're not good enough to run on a stretch of games in the playoffs where they look oh, elite. Yeah. yeah, the first two seeds, that's already completely out of the window. You got the Niners, who I think at most are losing four games, and you got you guys, who I think at most are losing four and games. And the Packers. And the Packers, who at most are probably only going to lose four games. Maybe five, because they have to play the Vikings twice, I think. Or maybe think, only once. I think there's three elite teams in the NFC who NFC's are NFC's deep, bro. NFC's deep. AFC, not so much. That's why it sucks that the Chargers are sucking. Um, gambling picks, Ty. 
gambling picks. You are five and one on the on our five and one after a lights out week. Six and one technically if we're just we're just playing technicals here. Five and one. I am two and four, I think. Yeah, you've got one right. I got one, one right. Of, each well, one week. of three each week. So I'll let you go first because we actually prepared. But if you pick one that I want, hey. Let me establish this. If okay. you bet one way on a team, but I wanted to bet the other way, is that still accept- acceptable? Can we both bet on the same game if it's different ways? Yeah. Well, we'd be technically betting on different teams then. Okay. I was just making sure. But we can't bet on the same team. My first pick, Jason, that I think I kind of love. Okay. One of the few ones I think I do love. I don't love any of them. New York Jets plus four and a half. Oh, after getting shit pumped by the Patriots? After getting shit pumped by the Patriots, who are by far an elite team. Oh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars? Sam Darnold against the Jacksonville Jaguars? That should be pretty good. He's going to win easily, but they're four and a half point underdogs. So yeah, they lose by a field goal, you still win the bet. Lose by four, you still win the bet. Two safeties. Yeah, the the public agrees with you. 79% of bets are I, going with the Jets. I absolutely love that one. I don't think there's any way that one doesn't hit. My first one, the one I probably like the most... Actually, I don't really like any of these, if I'm being honest. I'm just going to do this because it's funny. It's topical. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half. <laughs> oh, I'm going against two things here, man, Ty. Here, Jay. I'm going against me saying the Seattle Seahawks are overrated. And if they're going to get exposed, this is the week. Because they are playing the team that any given week can just play amazing and upset your bet, your bets. The team I say to never put money on for or against. They're playing the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I mean, it worked for me this week. Maybe I can pass the torch to you and give you your one good pick per week. My logic is just the Seahawks lost this week. Maybe Vegas knows that they're a little overrated, so they're kind of people are like shying away from them. And maybe they're just not overrated. Maybe they're not they're not starting their downfall yet. They're still going to continue. Russell Wilson's going to have a great game against a terrible Falcons defense and hopefully win because if not I'm screwed. I like that pick. Don't worry, Jay. I don't know. I, I I'm going against everything I've said. And maybe that's why it's a great pick because I need to go against myself because then maybe I'll get some things right. Okay, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Jason, in the past week, we're going to get to it later. The Yankees were eliminated from the playoffs. Yes. It's a bad time to be a New York baseball fan. Okay, are you going with the other New York team? But I'm telling you right now, it's a good time to be a New York football fan because I'm taking the New York Giants plus seven. Plus seven against the Detroit Lions. I think the Lions are not that good of a team. I think the You've Giants, been on that all year. <laughs> I think the Giants are okay. Uh, that's a stay away from me. And I think, I mean, the bets are literally 50-50, almost as split as it can be. That's why it's a stay away from, I can't, I can't figure that out. I think the Giants have to, they're going to be close. It's going to be close, and I like both, I'm sticking to the New York theme. It's a bad time to be a New York baseball fan. New York football is going to lift them up and bring their spirits up this week. Are they going to win, or are they going to just lose by less than... They're going to cover the spread. Okay. I don't know if they're going to win, but they're going to cover the spread. All right, I got two underdogs to, to uh... Finish it out. The first underdog I'll give you, Ty, is going to be 62% of people are betting this way, okay. which worries me. I'm betting plus 10.5 the Cleveland Browns at the New England Ooh. Patriots. Okay. Now, again, there's a lot of reasons to not like this bet. There's Number one, reasons not to. the Patriots have a really good defense, They're and wagon. Baker Mayfield loves throwing to the wrong team. <laughs> he seems to have a thing for that. Number two, Cleveland's on the road, and their co- head coach is just terrible. Coming off a of bye week. I was trying to combine two things right there like I did the first one. But, yeah, their head coach is terrible. But reasons to like it, Cleveland's coming off a of bye week, as you said. New England, short week, playing on Monday. 
Now they have to play on Sunday. That's one day of, one day less of preparation. And most importantly, is this is like the first I mean they played the Bills, but this is like the first good team in the the Cleveland's not even that good. They're just the first decent team. They're the first talented team that the Patriots have to play this year. Cuz even though the Bills have a much better record, I think Cleveland has more talent. That's my that's my case for it. I don't think Cleveland's going to win, but I think they'll be within 10 points and I'll win my bet. I don't disagree with it, Jay, and you just fucked up the rest of my board. Why? I was going to take the Patriots minus 10 and a half. Go for it. You I can. don't like it after your argument because I agree with you. <laughs> I was going to take Kansas City plus four and a half. Yeah. I forgot Patrick Mahomes is out. Okay. I don't like that one bit. Then take Green Bay minus four and a half. My other team I was going to choose, Arizona Cardinals plus nine and a half against the Saints. I think we win that, but I don't think we win that by a lot. But then the other part of me is like Drew Brees is coming back and our defense is super fucking elite and there's no way we win by less than 21. Okay, so what are you doing? I don't know. This is the fun part about betting, Ty. I've just, I've completely fucking backed myself into a corner here where I don't know what's going to happen. I'm glad you like my logic about the Browns. I can't think straight. I don't know what's going on. The other game I do like is Miami plus 14 and a half. It's on a Monday night. I can't I like take that, that too. I like the, Miami plus 14 and a half against the Steelers. That's a bona fide lock. You heard it here first. I might bet on that in real life. Oh, God, this hurts, Jay. This hurts. Are you really going against your team? I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to take San Francisco 49ers minus five and a half. <laughs> One game you didn't even mention in your I, I legitimately just saw it and said, okay, I'm taking that because I didn't that, know what the fuck else to take. That game I liked too. I liked that a lot. Minus five and a half against the Panthers. I don't like the Panthers. I think the 49ers are coming off a slow week in the rain. I think they're going to have some good weather to play in. I think they're going to do good. Let's look up the Carolina. Um, do you know where the Carolina Panthers play? Carolina. What city? Charlotte? North Carolina, South Carolina? Not a fucking clue. Yeah, Charlotte. Let's look up Charlotte weather, Ty. I swear to God, if it's fucking like pouring rain, I'm going to be so upset. You already said it, so you know going back now. Um, On Sunday, it's in. Sunday, there is at 1 p.m., there's a 42% chance of precipitation. All day, it's like around a 40%, but the thing <sighs> says showers. So You know what? No, fucking spin zone. Yeah. They're acclimated to it after this week. They're going to be elite in the fucking rain. Christian McCaffrey's not going to know what to do. He's going to be sliding all over the place. The 49ers are going to be locked and loaded. Oh, man. I love it. I, I love, love it more than anything. I want that to be my number one pick now. My last pick is the... I don't remember. Oh, another underdog. I'm going with Tampa Bay plus two and a half against the Tennessee Titans, mostly because, A, I'm mad at the Titans, and B, Tennessee's lost like two, three weeks in a row. They're due for a big game. The Titans, every year, they have like four or five big games where they just shit pump a team. And you're like, oh, watch out for the Buccaneers. That's going to be this week. They're going to shit pump the the Titans. And yeah. They're plus two win. and a half? Plus two and a half. At, on the road in Tennessee. I think I see them getting it done. This is a game. I don't hate that. Buccaneers, sabermetrics. Buccaneers, after losing two games in a row, undefeated. <laughs> this year okay wait they haven't lost two games in a row this year <laughs> so they're undefeated after losing two games in a row they have not lost after losing two games in a row. let's just look up the 2018 buccaneers tie i think after losing two games in a row they were undefeated they have never lost three games in a row in my head let's see last year oh they lost three games in a row last year. they lost like five four games in a row and then lost four more games they're due for a big week that's all i gotta say <laughs> all right jason what were your picks 
Tampa Bay plus two and a half, Cleveland plus ten and a half, and Seattle minus three and a half. Cleveland plus ten and a half. And what was the third one? Because I'm right now. Seattle minus three and a half. That's a winning spread. I think I should just bet that in Vegas in real life because I'm gonna be in Vegas this weekend. I think we have money to bet on it. all of our games this week. You're gonna be in Vegas. We have that opportunity in front of us. Yep. We're throwing some money on it. And I hope I go three and again, but I will say I loved last week's a lot more than this week's. Yeah. To reiterate, New York Jets plus four and a half. Love that one. New York Giants plus seven. If you bought that one, San Francisco 49ers minus five and a half. Randomly pick that one. Random pick. <laughs> that one's just a, that's a fucking coin toss for me. But I'm okay with it. I hope it rains. I mean, if I get my football predictions like I got my baseball prediction correct, then I'll be good. At least my National League prediction. I mean, the Nationals, I think they won since our last recording. They're repre- they won the pennant representing the NL in the World Series. My super my my fucking Super Bowl. My World Series winners are still in it, Jay. Where are your World Series winners at? At home. They got sent home by my World Series yeah, winners. Yeah, Tyler, so I got we me and Ty both have one team in the World Series. So you would think like oh the World Series will matter. It doesn't. Um, because he got one of the wild card games right, Gotta and look. everything else was all, the same for us. All the way back to the American League wild card game. Why couldn't you have picked like the Dodgers to beat the Nationals? Because I didn't. I didn't. That would have got me the win. It would have, but I chose the Nationals because I knew it. The American League wild card game. So no matter what happens, I owe Tyler twenty dollars. I'll get that to you. Maybe I'll just use that as part of your bet this weekend for That's you. That's fine. You just hang on to it. Gamble it away <laughs> for me. Hate to see it, Jay, but this Astros, Nationals. I kind of like the Nats. I've been high on the Nats, bro. You've been high on the Nats since before the postseason. Yeah. So you got to stick to that. I'm, I mean, I don't think you can change now. It's too late. I want to be able to say we lost the World Series winning team four years in a row. We talked about it last week, and I, that's what I'm rooting for. And it'd be cool to see the Nats win because the Nats haven't won. You know, the whole Bryce Harper, we can make fun of Miko. Like, that would just be would a good be time. It would be really fun to make fun of Miko. And they're one of those teams because I think Strasburg is a free agent this year. And, like, who wants to resign in Washington? And Scherzer is getting older. Like, they still have Juan Soto and everything. Rendon's a free agent. Like, this could be like the Toronto Raptors of the MLB, like, win it this year and then just be a terrible team next year. And I like that. I, I think it would be fun to see. I want the Nationals to win. With that being said, the Astros are a fucking wagon. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're so damn good, dude. It's sad. And as a Dodger fan, you should hate this World Series because these are two heartbreaking teams for you. I mean, I don't like seeing the Astros in there, but the Nats, I think with me, I expected the Nats to win. They put you out of your misery early. I expected the Nats to win. That's the thing. I don't know. I just, I like the Nats. I think they're a good team. Natitude. But I I, see, I want to say the Astros are a wagon, but I don't understand how the Nationals got to this point in the first place. They're pitching. But their starting pitching is their bullpen. You shouldn't be able to the win Red games Sox with that. The Red Sox did that last year. You shouldn't be able to win games relying on just your starters. Especially in the fucking hey, playoffs. Hey, man, when your starters go seven innings, you I, don't need a bullpen. You know what I mean? When your starters go six six at least, you don't really need a bullpen. Everyone's transitioning into the openers and having lights-out bullpen arms these days. There's something to be said about having lights-out rotation and starters who can go deep into a ball game. Yeah. And the Nationals are showing that. With that being said... The Astros have two of the Cy Young picks for the American League. <laughs> Justin Verlander, I have noticed his second start against both games, he got a little roughed up in the first inning, in the postseason. His like second start in the series. Yeah. I wonder if he's one of those guys because I don't. I've never faced a MLB pitcher. I wonder if he's one of those guys where after you face him once, you kind of get him. Then a short amount of. I mean, you know what I mean. 
Yeah, I think there is. I mean, he's revitalized his career. Yeah. But he's still older. It's still, they're going on 170-some games now yeah. this season. His body's got to be, you know, he's got to feel the wear and tear by now. Especially with the short, I mean, I know me and you argued about this, about him going on short rest, going out there and pitching yeah. um, in the previous series. And I liked it. When you think about it that way, it's probably not the best idea. So he's probably feeling that. Um, he's still an elite pitcher. I would like to say, NLC, the ALCS so having to get moved back a day so the Astros can pitch their guys on normal rest. Conspiracy theory. The government created, just the MLB created clouds and rain in New York. Yeah, I don't even know. It, was it weather? It was rain. It was, oh. it was fucking <laughs> flooding in New York. <laughs> I didn't even look. Obvi- that, that's the obvious answer. Conspiracy theory. They They purposely scheduled it that way so that would happen. Okay. You know what? I think if the Yankees had home field advantage, they would have won the series. Bull take. <laughs> nope, but okay. It's going to be Ast- it's an Astros. It's going to be Nats. I just said Astros. It's going to be Nats. And I, you know what I'd love to see, Ty? What'd you I'd love to see? see the Nationals win and Howie Kendrick for both of us win. I do love MVP, Howie Kendrick. World Series MVP. I'll never forget the freeway series we went to where Howie Kendrick hit a double down the right field line. We were sitting front row. On the right field foul pole. Yeah, we were on TV. Leaning over, yelling at Scott Van Slyke. Yeah, I was yelling at him too because I hated him. Uh, you're a wild man. You're in a Dodger gear, yelling at a Dodger player as an angel hit a fucking double down the line. Dude, Probably he, to win the game. He sucked. He was, sorry Scott Van Slyke, but you sucked. There's a throwback <laughs> name. I will say though, if I have to take one matchup in MLB history, it's Scott Van Slyke versus Wade Miley. He crushed him, man. I've, I think I've read the stats on this podcast before. He just, every time he faced Wade Miley, I felt like he got a freaking dinger. Every single time. It was beautiful. That was the only thing he was good for. It was like Kike versus Mad Bum. You know about that, right? Kike versus Mad Bum? I don't know if like non-Dodger fans know about that. Nope. You didn't know about that? No. Mad Bum is Kike's bitch, dude. Yeah. Kike, Kike always... Dude. Is it like Trout and Felix Hernandez? Yeah, I'll read you the stats right now. Kike Except Hernandez Trout's elite. pitchers. Kike's elite against Mad Bum. And it's funny because all his <laughs> big hits against Mad Bum are always to like win the game. <laughs> Because there's always something in a clutch situation where he shits on him. He has 40 at-bats against Mad Bum. He is 20 for 40, four doubles, three <laughs> home runs, eight RBIs. He's hitting 500 with a 1.3 OPS. Goddamn. And it's a big sample size. 40 at-bats yeah, is a that's lot. Not, that's not a small little fucking, you know, two for four. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And it's funny, too, because Kike's just a utility player, and Mad Bum's like this... Uh, he's on the downside uh, of his Hall career. Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. But uh, most of this came with him in his prime, you know what I mean? Mm. So There's a conversation. I don't think he's a regular season Hall of Famer, but I think he's a postseason Hall of Famer. <laughs> they just have a special like wing in the Hall of Fame, that's, postseason Hall of Fame. I think that's got to get him in. Speaking of which, CC Sabathia, the Astros killed him. Yeah, he got hurt. Poor guy. He's but a Hall of Famer. He retired. Yeah. Well, he was going to retire anyway. Yeah, but I'm just saying he got hurt, and then he retired. Um, You got Joe Madden. I didn't know how to transition that. How do you feel about the Angels getting Joe Madden? I don't think we talked about it last week. Uh, I don't know if we did. Uh, no, we did. But it wasn't official yet? It wasn't official yet. And I said, you were talking about Dodger managers. And I was like, well, Joe Madden's taken. Yeah. And I was And correct. I agreed with you. Yeah, it wasn't like we didn't debate it's it. Not a hot t- it's not a hot take. <laughs> Everyone knew he was going to the Angels. Joe Madden, um, good coach. I like the culture he's going to bring to the locker room. He still doesn't fix the problem of not having a starting rotation. <laughs> we're going to need pitching. But I think he's crafty. I think he's going to find ways to help us win. I think he's going to use You guys Shohei. are going to do some weird shit. I think he's the perfect coach for Shohei. Yeah, he's going to have Shohei doing some weird Shohei's going to be all over dude. the place. Shohei's going to be playing shortstop. 
There, yeah, there's two things <laughs> I want to see with Shohei. I either want to see Joe Madden manage him or him play on the Rays because those are the two situations where he would just be maximized in the weirdest way possible. But even with the Rays, that was the Joe Madden culture that was built there. Do you think we see this this year, Ty? I think you could do this if you sacrifice the DH. Shohei pitch like three innings, come out of the game, and then pitch like the final three innings. I could see Shohei playing the That'd field. That'd be pretty cool. And then closing it. I could see Shohei playing right field or something for a game. I could see that being a playoff thing. I don't know if they do that in the regular season. I, I, I could see it. I think with Joe Madden, anything's on the fucking table. I think like down the stretch when games mattered, I just don't see them doing that in like June. No, they're you know not going mean? to do it in the middle of the fucking season. But I think Shohei fucking you know plays first base for Pujols or something. Yeah. And comes in and fucking closes out the ninth. Yeah, put him at first. That's the one spot he doesn't really have to throw much. Yeah, really easy on his arm. And he's a big boy. He can play first. Yeah. He's lengthy. I'm excited. I'm excited for you too, but you got to get pitchers. Yeah, that's number now. one. And we automatically are getting Shohei back, which is nice. Yeah, get unless that boy he gets healthy. hurt again. Get that boy Angels, healthy. A, it, the Angels and the Chargers training staffs, they're one and the same. They probably <laughs> hire the same company or that's whatever. That's why they moved from San Diego to L.A. because it's the same people and they're tired of commuting. Yeah, when the Angels, you know, because they know the Angels aren't going to make the playoffs. So once October rolls around, <laughs> they just go to the Chargers and everyone gets hurt. I, I can't argue it. I hate to say it, but I can't argue it. <laughs> the Chargers are like the Angels of football. They're like the second team. and uh, Angels have a World Series. Shut up. I just I'm, mean, I'm just, it's just like the Angels, there. the Chargers, and the Clippers, like the baby brothers of LA. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah. And the Ducks. Yeah, it hurts, but yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I just put this in my outline. I haven't told you this. I have a wild idea for Rich Hill tie. I read it. Oh, did you? In your article. I want to see Rich Hill as a closer. I think it's a terrible idea, but I want to hear your argument. Why do you think it's a terrible idea? I think he's old, and I don't think you have an old guy who's done being a starter coming in close games for exactly. you. But, but what? that doesn't mean it's going to work. Rich Hill. It'll when, be cool to watch. It'll be different. When he was on the mound last year, he was great. He had like a 2.4 ERA. He can't withstand, you know, throwing five, six innings. He's a free agent this year. We don't need starting pitching. Just right now, before we re-sign anyone, we have Bueller, Kershaw, which that worries me. I feel like I really want to see them go get like Garrett Cole or something because I feel like both of those aren't really... I feel like Walker Bueller's a year away from being an ace, like a true ace, and Kershaw's, you know, two years removed from being I, a true I ace. Bueller takes that step this year. I still want to get like a big name pitcher and they have the money so they better do it. I don't know. I think you guys are so deep at a starting position. I think it would be But they could trade people spent. like Ross Stripling. Um but we don't need anyone else. Like people are saying Rendon, but then you have to move around the whole infield and it's like no. I think Turner's getting older. Well, yeah. That's not a bad that's not a bad. I think Turner's getting older. But if you move Turner, you have to kick someone out. So it ends up you either kicking out Seager or Lux or Muncie. Like wait a year for Turner's contract to be up, then address the issue. That's my logic with it. Like, why kick someone out this year when Rendon probably just had the best year of his career and won't have a year like that again? No, oh, no way. When you could just roll with what you got and then reassess it next year when I'm pretty sure. I think, I don't know if Arenado has a player option. I don't know. But anyways, so because we, we have Kershaw, Bueller, Maeda, Dustin May, Julio Urias, who I looked up, had like the fourth best ERA for pitchers with like X amount of innings pitched. Like, really? he had a really good year out of the bullpen. Just never knew that. <laughs> they all can start. Then you have the Tony Gonsolin. He's young. They could use him as trade bait. He's kind of like the Ross Stripling. He's in between. Ross Stripling. You got all these arms. So you don't need a starting pitcher, even though I just said we need a starting pitcher. You bring Rich Hill back for one more year. You're like, hey, Richie, we want you to contend for a title. But we don't want him to be just like a regular bullpen arm. We want him to be the closer. Because a situational closer, okay? Maybe he comes in against lefties. You know how hard it would be? You're facing Joe Kelly throwing 100 miles an hour, and then the next inning you see fucking big looping curveballs from Rich Hill. <laughs> Last year the numbers were a little, they they weren't bad, but they weren't 
as good as the year before because he was hurt. The year before, I think he opponents hit like 177 off him the first time around. He's always clutch in the playoffs. Every time he pitches in the playoffs, he's good. So he's good with high leverage situations. And I just, it's a way to extend his career a little bit. And I think it'd be, you've never seen a closer like that, and it'd be awesome. I don't think GMs are as forward thinking as you, Jason. There's no way Rich Hill closes. Why not, this. though? Just try it, and if it doesn't work. I think because Kenley's still a top 10 closer. No. I'm out on Kenley. I'm out on him as a closer. Kenley's still a top 10 closer. Platoon him at closer. That's With what Rich I think. Hill. <laughs> yes. I, I, there's no way. Just, uh, because then it's like hard to game plan. You're like, oh, even if they platoon, like, are we getting Kenley in the ninth? Or are we Rich Hill get isn't playing for the Dodgers Rich this season. Rich Hill's loop. I, dude, don't tell me that, man. He's not. There's no way. That is the perfect situation where you guys have too many starting arms, too many young arms that can come in and start building. Just sign or you for sign, one more year. Or you sign an old guy with one year left who could go and be a veteran on another staff. Well, there's Rich no Hill's way not, he plays for the Dodgers. Rich Hill's not going to go to a team that's not contending. No, I don't he'll go so. to another team. But I don't think he goes to the Royals. No, he'll, he's going to go it's to another be a playoff contender. contender. It's not going to be the Dodgers. It better be the Dodgers. I love it Rich is, Hill. You're, I understand you love it, Jay. And I think that's that's clouding your judgment. You're trying to force something that just isn't there. There's no way Rich Hill ends up on the Dodgers this season. You know I'm sorry. This, you know what this reminds me of? What? Uh, when I first started writing articles, I wrote an article about how Yasiel Puig should play third base because I didn't want to see him leave. <laughs> <laughs> this was forever ago, though. I would have been fine with that. Yasiel Puig's fucking awesome. Thank you. Rich Hill's awesome, and he should close. And he's not going to be on the Dodgers. <laughs> Did you see my wild progressive thinking? <laughs> I tweeted it I, about the pitchers hitting second in the batting lineup. Pitchers thought, hitting second? I thought it was this revolutionary idea that would like be awesome. That's terrible. Just, and my logic was like, oh, if you get the leadoff man on, you just bunt him over. Because I'm the kind of person <laughs> that gets so mad when the Dodgers don't bunt people over in bunt situations. Such NL so fucking. Like, that, that's you being an NL baseball fan because in, they're never in a million years would I have that mindset as an Angels fan. So if you hit the if you hit the pitcher second, you're forcing the issue. You have to bunt them over. And then I did some weird logic where it's like, oh, if you hit him second based on how the lineup works and when you might get him out of the game, it'll be ideal. Blah blah blah. And then you double switch, and it was it was some stupid backwards logic. It didn't make sense. And then I tried out MLB The Show, and it didn't work. And I was like, yeah, this probably doesn't work. That's probably not a good idea. And then I love how two has also transitioned, probably after you wrote that article, to be where the best hitter hits in the lineup. Well, it's weird. It depends. Because they hit Trout second, but then, like, I don't know. I think it's still three. I don't think. I, I, think I still hit more... my best hitter three. My best. Well, it depends what you define as best. I think the most consistent average home run guy Because like two. We would hit Justin Turner two. Sometimes, but he didn't hit as many home runs. Or we hit like Muncie too, hits a lot of home runs. I don't know. I think there's a bunch of fucking lineups where the two hitter is their guy. I still think I like three as the more power guy. I like, I don't know. I don't like how the Dodgers is backwards anyways because we hit fucking Jock Peterson leadoff. Weird. I hate it. Jock I Peterson is not. lineup is just weird. Jock Peterson is not a leadoff hitter. Like Cody Bellinger's MVP and he hits like fifth sometimes. He hits, no, he hit fourth consistently this year actually. But I think he should hit third because he should – by hitting him fourth, you're pretty much saying like, oh, Bellinger's not going to come up in the first inning. Like if it's a 1-2-3 He's, two, three he's too much of an average hitter to hit fourth. He needs to hit third, yeah. I agree with that. But he's fast, so you need him to hit two. I would be – I don't know. I don't know what they do. Verdugo's going to come back. I love Verdugo too, man. I know you have a hot take about Verdugo that we can't repeat, but I'm not gonna repeat it. I love Verdugo. I have my feelings. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right, Ty. Anything else about baseball? Rich Hill closing? Anything? Terrible idea to have Rich Hill close. I'm sorry, Jason. I don't think it's a terrible just, idea. Just start saying goodbye to him now. 
Ease yourself into it so when he signs with another team, it doesn't break your heart. I'm going to support him. If Rich Hill, Ty, if Rich Hill, Rich Hill goes, goes to, to the, the Giants. Probably not. Mm. But if Rich Hill, he wouldn't know <laughs> because he's not going to a non-contender. The I Giants mean, are idiots, by the way. I mean, this is like way late news, but they didn't trade Mad Bum or any of their assets because they went on like a six-game winning streak yeah, before the stupid. deadline. That's our old Dodgers GM. They were stupid. Um, if Rich Hill goes to the Angels and you guys make a playoff run, I'm rooting for you guys to win the pennant. Because well, I want to see Rich Hill. Oh, what was... It was like grilled cheese or something was his Twitter handle. The dude who was Jason Grilly. Or yeah, Grilly. He was a Pirates. And we saw him talk to him yeah. at Dodger Stadium. And then he became an Angels fucking pitcher. Yeah, and I was a fan of his. I, yeah. was, I, I followed him. It was great. I was like, Jason Grilly, man. He gave gave me a ball because I brought him a Dodger dog. He didn't take the Dodger dog, though. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, because he's like, oh, if you give me a Dodger dog or whatever. And then he signed the ball for me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go get him a Dodger dog now. But he didn't take it. <laughs> he's, he's a man of the people. It was all you can eat. I didn't pay for it, Jason Grilly. Don't worry. We should. I'm gonna reach out to Jason Grilly. Get him on the pod, dude. That'd be so funny. Like, do you remember that time in L.A. like five, six years no ago? Way he remembers that. Yeah, I know. But it'd be great. Get him on the pod. I thought I, for the longest time I thought he would. I was like, he'll remember that. That's such a unique interaction. But then, like working the Quakes, like every game you interact with at least one fan, unless you're just a total asshole. So there's just no way. And he was a cool dude. He's always talking to people for yeah. sure before games. So I mean, I remember some interactions. So maybe that is one of the ones that just stands out in his mind. But I don't still don't think he'd like be able to pick our face out or anything. Yeah, for sure. Maybe if we talked about it, it'd remind him. I think if we talked about it, he'd probably remember. I mean, who brings him Dodger Dogs? That was quite a while ago. It was like 2014, I believe. That was a while ago. Oh, I just opened the Microsoft Store on my computer. Oh, boy. We're doing top five. Um, don't know how to really explain this, Ty. How do you explain it? Typecasting or it's just something they where... They play like the same character in every movie pretty yeah, much. They've kind of become, as an actor, they've become a certain type of character in movies. And part of that is people probably write certain roles to fit these certain actors. And some of them just keep taking the same kind of roles because that's all they can do. Yeah, pretty much. Well, maybe maybe it's not all they can do, but it's all they've gotten offers to do and they like money. Yeah, that's probably also it. So, um, do you want to go first or second? I'll let you go first today, Jay. But so start again, with number five. Yesterday was or last week was a shit show. Shit show. We're going number five to start up to one. Okay, I went with um number five, the only female on my list. Okay, I went with Amy Schumer. Oh, okay. I just I haven't seen that many Amy Schumer <laughs> movies, but every Amy Schumer movie I've seen, I feel like it's a not that funny comedy. Ouch. Just she's train no, wreck she's was funny. Good. No, yeah, train wreck was good, but it's like I feel pretty was bad. Yep, and I've never seen snatched, and I've heard it was bad. And I just feel like she always plays like just these, these not funny comedies, you know. So she's typecasted as a not funny. She's the Adam Sandler of female. Oh, Adam Sandler's not funny anymore. Adam Sandler would be good for this list. I don't know if he's on your list. Sorry if he isn't. I just he's not dropped on my him. list, but he would be good. She's the Adam. The current day, they even have the same initials. Oh shit! We're diving deep. <laughs> she's the analytics. Current, she's the current day Adam Sandler I of mean, the females. There is, in my eyes, there's some Oscar buzz for Adam Sandler though. Is it really? Yeah, he's got a movie coming out where he plays like a like a I don't know a gym dude or something. <laughs> a gym dude. I don't know. Kevin Garnett Garnett is in the movie. Really? Yeah, it looks great. Well, Oscar maybe buzz. he can change my mind. But his comedy movies the last five ten years have been bad. Not great. And I just feel like Amy Schumer's that same thing. That's fine. Switching from a bad comedian, Jason, to a good comedian. 
Number five on my list, Will Ferrell, and specifically starting with the movie The Other Guys. Yeah, that's a good one. He's been typecast as the awkward dad type role. Later in his life, he's the older, awkward. And that's that's all he plays. We talked about that last week, actually. Yeah. That's where my inspiration came for this pick. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. The other guys, there was the one underground gambling or whatever. Yeah, the casino or whatever. Where he played like an awkward suburban dad, like um, get hard. He's like rich, but he's still like he's awkward. He's still like awkward white guy. Yeah. Very much um, typecast now. Could say that started in uh, old school a little bit. A little bit. Maybe, but I thought old school, he's done other stuff after No, but I'm saying that was like the, the where seed. Where started. The seed that planted. Yeah. And later in life, he, he refound that plant that he planted yeah. when he was younger and was like, this is my purpose now. He's playing exaggerated versions of myself. Yeah, I don't even think he's acting anymore. <laughs> I think he's just become that. <laughs> Who's next on your list, Jay? Number four, I went with someone who, again, I probably can't tell you if I've ever seen a movie with him in it. There's no way I haven't. I went with Tom Cruise. Okay. Just because, like, what's the one movie season that made me think of it? Mission Impossible, action movies. Yep. Top Gun, action movie. Yep. The Mummy, I think it's an action movie. Never yep. seen it. Risky Business, never heard of it, going to be honest. No, no. Jack Reacher, I'm pretty sure that was an action, action movie. movie. Edge of Tomorrow, that's the one where he keeps like reliving the same day. Pretty action-y, I think. Okay. He just plays in all these like action movies that... He's an action movie star. Don't take that much. Uh, and he's only five foot seven, Ty. So short people like you have I'm aware. a... Have a <laughs> I'm very aware. Last Samurai. He also has a tooth in the center of his face. Don't know if you've ever seen that before. But you know how there's usually a split? Yeah. In the sen- One of his tooth is dead, dead center, center. Underneath his nose. I'm going to have to look that up. It's awkward. Remember The Last Samurai, Ty, when you had to watch that for your history class? Was that Tom Cruise? Yeah. I thought that was Christian Bale. No, it said Tom Cruise, Last Samurai. I think you're right. Well, IMDb, I'm just telling you. Yeah, I don't know. They're right. I remember I watched it with you guys, and I fell asleep, like, right away. I was like, this movie's so boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his tooth is center. His whole smile is, like, crooked. It's weird. His, it's, like, shifted. It's this way. He's a Scientologist. Oh, that's right. Those people scare me, dude. I don't know. I don't know what it is. They scare me, though, just because that South Park episode. That's all I've seen. Tom Cruise is in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your number four, Ty? Number four, Jason. I love this pick. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson, going all the way back to Pulp Fiction. Just a badass motherfucker. He's been the guy who just says motherfucker. <laughs> Every movie. <laughs> I like that. And it's a typecast. He's just he doesn't play a character. He plays Samuel L. Jackson as a guy in a suit. Samuel L. Jackson as a guy on a plane. Samuel L. Jackson as a gangster in that one movie. Sure. Samuel L. Jackson as a superhero. But I've, no matter what, it's Samuel L. Jackson. I've never seen Django. What is he in that movie? It's just Django. He's <laughs> silent. <laughs> I knew that. I'm so stupid. I knew that. I don't know what he plays in that. <laughs> to Django? I'm so stupid. <laughs> but Sam Jackson's just Sam Jackson. Fun fact that you probably already knew. Did you know Sam Jackson is the highest grossing actor in the box office of all time? No, but I believe it. Yeah. Because he's in all the Marvel he's movies. In all the Marvel movies. What else? There was a... Oh, never mind. He was in the GTA game. I believe it's Zoe Saldana. She's the highest grossing female, I think. Because she's in both Avengers, Infinity War, Endgame, and Avatar. Let's she got see. all top three movies. Um, he's in the... Oh, the Star Wars, the prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. He's um, just been in a bunch of fucking shit. Snakes on a plane. I mean, that probably did pretty well. Motherfucking snakes um, on this motherfucking plane. I don't know how good Django did. He was in Jurassic Park. I didn't know that. Um, Goodfellas. I'm pretty sure that guy got decent money. <clears throat> 
Um, yeah. He's a great actor, but he just plays Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I like that tie. My number four, I'm going with a, or my number three, actually. I'm going with a, some would say a friend of Will Ferrell. He's been in, I think, one Will Ferrell movie. Okay. I don't know if he's been in more. I don't know. You probably have the same one. I'm going with Steve Carell. Also number three on my list. Perfect. Um, He just plays dumb characters. It's, he's just Steve Carell. He plays it in The Office. I mean, it's very exaggerated 40, in Anchorman. 40-year-old virgin. Um, What's the movie where he's like half, no, not, um. Dinner for Schmucks? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Dinner for Schmucks. He's the schmuck. Yeah. Um, and then what date is, na- is he? No, it was the, the fucking the rom-com we were just talking Crazy about. Crazy Stupid Love? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of... He still plays like an awkward guy in that. Until, Evan Almighty, isn't he kind of like a little awkward? Yeah. He's very much... He's just Steve Carell. What else? I gotta... I'm going on his IMDb now. There's gotta be more. I mean, we listed like five or six right there. Despicable Me? I wouldn't say he's dumb in that. <laughs> he's a super villain in that. What? But he's a Steve Carell supervillain. Um, let's see, let's see. What's more iconic, The Office, uh, Michael, whatever his name is, or Brick? Hundred percent The Office. It's not even a competition. I think for us personally, we love Brick, but if we're talking <laughs> worldwide, it's got to be The Office is like the number one TV show of all time. No, not all time. Pop culture wise, I think The Sopranos. I know a lot of people talk about The Sopranos. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. But I think it's got to be like Friends and The Office. Hurt is really, really good. You know, Steve Carell hasn't been in that many movies. He started later in his career. He wasn't an actor when he was younger. At least he wasn't like a star when he was younger. Well, now he's trying to do like serious movies. And I heard his latest like serious movie, Welcome to Marwin, was like kind of sucky. I don't think I've ever seen him in a serious movie. Well, Welcome to Marwin was him in a serious movie. I know he's done them. I just don't think I've ever seen them. All right. Well, my number two then. Yeah, because that was my number three. Or do you want to say your number we two? We synced up on the number threes there. Do you want to say your number two then? No, you can go. I went with... I, I. There's no way you don't have this one. You said you have no obvious ones. And this one's like the most obvious one possible. Maybe. Do you have Liam Neeson? Oh, no, I didn't. You didn't have Liam Neeson? I didn't even think about him. Every movie that Liam Neeson in is, is in now is just another version of Taken. It's Taken in the wilderness. There's Taken, Cold Pursuit. I don't know what that's about, but it sounds like Taken. You're pursuing someone. Yeah. The Commuter, which was pretty much just Taken on a train. Okay. Nonstop, which was like Taken on a plane. Okay. And that's about it so far. There's the one with the wolves. I don't know. It was just like an action movie with the wolf. I heard that movie pissed a lot of people off. Isn't like an action movie where he's like the in gray? the wilderness. Yeah. And he's with the wolves and the trailer shows like the wolf jumping at him and pouncing at him and him having to like fend him off. Yeah. Never I guess, happens. I guess in the movie that scene happens and that's it. You don't see the fight between him and the wolf. <laughs> no, like that was the main thing in the trailers. Schindler's List. That's way back in the day though. Um, that's a great pick. I didn't think about him, but it's a great pick. Yeah. He's just, let's see what Cold Pursuit is about. It's probably, it came out this year. It's probably exactly what it sounds like. A million percent sure it's an action movie. Uh, a grieving snow driver seeks out revenge against the drug dealers who killed his son. Oh, I, yep. I do remember that. <laughs> it's just him and his kids. You fuck with his kids, you die. You know what? It, it's good. Good for Liam Neeson, man. He's found his, his lane. His niche. He's done great with it. Have you ever seen Nonstop? No. The one on the plane? It's pretty oh. good. I watched it a few years ago. It was pretty oh, good. Oh, maybe I have. That's, he's like the air marshal or whatever, yeah. right? I think I've seen it like once. It was like stupid, unrealistic, but it's pretty good. But yeah, number two, Liam Neeson. Surprised he wasn't on your list. I, I, if I would have saw him, I would have put him on there. Didn't see him. All right. Couldn't think of him. Number two on my list, only female. We're going to go Rebel Wilson. Okay. Starting in Pitch Perfect. 
She's always, okay. just, she's always just been used as the bigger, like, make jokes and laugh at her girl. The butt of the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Her entire career. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. She's in Jojo Rabbit. She was in a movie here recently that I got so confused with the I Look Pretty movie. Or Ice. The one I told you, Amy Schumer, the I Look Pretty. Okay. She was in a movie called Isn't It Romantic? My dad was watching. Oh, yeah. My dad was watching one of them the other day. And I'm so bad at actors, and I couldn't tell uh, Rebel Wilson and Amy Schumer apart. And he was watching one of them, and I had to watch the movie for like 10 minutes before I found out which one it was. I don't think they look that similar. I, you know me. I'm not good with... You're not. But like the movie... I was just saying it was the same kind of stupid movie. Like stupid love story movie. Oh. Isn't it romantic? She like hits her head, and then she's in a rom-com. And then I look pretty. She hits her head, and then she thinks she's beautiful, but she's not or something. I don't know. <laughs> It's so, they were like two of the same. I completely forgot about this movie, Bridesmaids. Actually, before Pitch Perfect. And she plays the same character. Yeah, that was like her um, established role. Yeah, and then How to Be Single, I think that's with the chick from the Fifty uh, Shades of Grey movies. God, those are so bad. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen it. I saw the second one. Just the second one. It was so bad. But uh, she just plays the same character in every movie. She's always the butt of the joke. Poor Amy, Emily, um, whatever. Her Rebel name. Wilson, Rebel Wilson, Amy Schumer, and Melissa McCarthy. There's all the same people. To That's me. what I thought you had on your list was Melissa McCarthy. They're all the same. But person. she, I think she won an award or something. She had a really serious movie. Melissa like McCarthy. Green Book was it Green Book? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that was an Oscar movie. Green Book. But I don't know if that was her Oscar movie. She was like she played an author or something. It was very serious. She got good praise for it. So number, she's broken out of that. Number one on my list. Let's hear it. We talked about him last week. I'm surprised he's not on your list. I said it before we did our list, so I think I just kind of like oh, okay. dibsed it. Yeah, it's just Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, I mean, you just play. You pay the Rock to go be the Rock in different settings. That's all you need. You just want him to be a badass in Fast and Furious. All right, be a badass in Fast and Furious. Want him to be a badass in Rampage. Be a badass in Rampage. San Andreas, skyscraper, skyscraper. <sighs> I'm so bad at thinking of movies off the top of my head. It's just literally Jumanji. Jumanji is a little different. He had more of a comedy role, but still, he was still. I mean, when you're that big and that iconic, everything's just you being the Rock. And he's last week how we talked about characters who separate themselves. This is kind of like the same thing, but a little. Well, I don't know. Characters who are portrayals that like separated themselves from the actor. You think they're their own person. Every single character that a Rock does is just the Rock, and I think we brought that up last week. Uh, Yeah, we did for sure. It's just like, oh, here's the Rock. In Juma- like here's the rock in the forest. Here's the rock. the rock in different settings. It, it, you don't think of it as the character. You're like, oh wow, they're hanging out with the rock. Same with. I feel like Kevin Hart's getting to that point too with me a little bit, where it's like, yeah. Well, he's been in a couple movies with the Kevin rock. Hart. Would have been a good. That's why I thought of him. But Kevin Hart would have been good on this list. He like plays the same kind of comedy role. I feel like yeah. in every movie. Yeah. But black man. But yeah, Kevin Hart's like in the same thing, where it's just like, oh, that's Kevin Hart. Where at least with Will Ferrell, I feel like he's a little not Will Ferrell sometimes. Sometimes, not here recently. Yeah. Number one on my list, Jason. This all is coming from a movie you haven't seen, which really pisses me off. How do you know I haven't seen it, Because we talked about it before. Well, you haven't seen Lego Batman or Rat Race, two movie assignments I gave you last week. I mean, it was also your job to get me those movies to watch. I just saw Rat Race. I think it's on Hulu. Riley was scrolling through something. I saw Rat Race. I'm going to have to ask her what it was on. This one, honestly, though, I feel like is the best one, and it's deserving of one. And I'm surprised he isn't on your list. Oh, you haven't seen this one movie. Michael Sarah. 
Okay. Coming from Super Bad. I've seen Super Bad. No, you haven't. You fucking said you didn't. I saw it a long, long time ago. Is that is McLovin Super Bad? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it once a long time ago. I just don't remember I'm anything about it. Okay, maybe that was it. Because we had a podcast and you said you hadn't seen it and I wanted to hit you in the face. No, I thought that was Pineapple Express because I haven't seen Pineapple Express. Uh, I don't think it was that. That's a good movie too. Well, maybe I got the two confused. Whichever one has McLovin, that's the one I saw a Super long, bad. long time ago and I don't remember anything about it. Top five comedy of our life. Can't tell you one line in it. Beside, he goes to buy beer or something with the McLovin card. And that's only because I've seen it <laughs> since on Twitter. Whatever. Michael Sarah, Super Bad, Juno, Scott Pilgrim. Um, I, even in Sasha's party, he's just a hot dog version of Michael Sarah. <laughs> he, he just, he's. I feel like all of those guys would have been good for this. Like you can just group Seth all Rogen, of them together. Jo- not, maybe not Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's probably the one who separated himself the most. What about like the Money Ball? Um, yeah, especially not, I mean, there's James Franco and then what's the other guy's name? Dave. Dave Franco for okay. sure. Dave Franco is the one who's the professor at UCLA. James Franco. Fuck. I always mix them up. Dave Franco was in 21 Jump Street. Dave Franco's the younger brother? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now I know. Channing, well, yeah, probably Channing Tatum, group. honorable mention. Just go be sexy and be Channing Tatum. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. He's got some weird roles. I've always thought he was a little overrated. Channing Tatum? Looks wise. He's just fucking huge. He's, I mean, just, yoked. he's just yoked. Like Taylor Lautner. Remember how everyone loved Taylor Lautner? What happened to that guy? <laughs> I can't tell you. He was in Sharkboy and Lava Girl. That's his leading role. I, no. I fucking Twilight. No. <laughs> Twilight is by far his biggest no, role. No, Sharkboy and Lava Girl, bro. That's what I, I associate him with. No. <laughs> um, Ty, you just fell into my little trap. I was just messing with you. Uh, he hasn't He hasn't really worked. He was in a much. TV series yeah. as Dale for 20 episodes. He's in another TV series for as Dr. Cassidy Cascade. What a stupid name. Sounds like a porn name. The last... I, he was in Ridiculous 6, which wasn't... A, I mean, that was a terrible role in The Grown Ups 2. He's kind of just fallen into the Adam Sandler movies. The Grown Ups 2 and Ridiculous 6. Never even seen Ridiculous 6. Oh, is that the one where... They, you showed me that they were like inventing baseball. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad movie. <laughs> How about playing with fire, John Cena? That's like the Adam movie behind. Looks uh... Terrible. What do you mean? What about it? Does it look terrible? It looks terrible. Well, John Cena's in it though. I love John Cena, but it's more like a child comedy, and it just looks terrible. Looks like a Disney Channel movie that should have stayed on Disney yes. Channel. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is that? Yeah, because Jordan Poole's the other one. He's also in it. That's yeah. the name, right? Is it Keegan Michael Key? Yeah. Or oh, I got it right. I never get it right, Ty. <laughs> I got the hiccups. I think so. <laughs> I could be getting it wrong. But yeah, my list: Amy Schumer, Tom Cruise, Steve Carell, Liam Neeson, The Rock. I think five out of five, excellent. I can't name you like three movies Michael Sarah's in besides the ones you mentioned. Just every movie he's in, he's Michael Sarah. Isn't? <laughs> That's a stupid question. <laughs> never mind. Let me hear it. No. Let me hear it. No, no, no. You no. have to hone up to it. No. You can't bring that up and then not I was gonna, hone up to it. I was going to say, doesn't he literally play like Michael Sarah in that one? <laughs> yes, this he is does. the end this or whatever. The end where yeah. Everyone plays themselves. Yeah, but then I realized, yeah. Congratulations. Everyone plays. Juno? Never seen that. How's that? Uh, he plays Michael Sarah. What about Holt? Uh, Scott Pilgrim. He plays Scott Pilgrim. The Lego Batman movie. Two. Animated oh, Michael Sarah. They're making another Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Lego Batman movie two comes out in twenty twenty two in three years. 
It's got to be like the beginning. February 4th, 2022. Get ready, Jay. Two years I and like I guarantee it, I watched the first Lego Batman before that. That is a promise to you. Thanks, Ty. Thanks. <laughs> You'll watch the first Lego. Dude, it's so good. It's so... F- I, just, I just need to find it and I'll watch it, Jay. It's funny. It has like, like adult humor in it. And I like it. I just need to find it. I'll find it for you. Okay. I will rent it for you on Prime Video. Nope, not gonna do that. Why? Because I need. I just need a, a just a already bought way to find to watch it. Lego, I don't want any money spent. It has twelve wins, award wins, Lego Batman movie. Does it really? And like thirty-seven nom- nominations, sixty-seven nominations, and twelve wins. I feel like you have to do a movie scale for it with how much you hype it up and talk about it. Uh, I will after you watch it. Okay. I'll get it done eventually before the next one. Trying to see if it won anything like big. Everything's just like small ones. A lot of it's nominees. How can I just look at just the wins? I don't want to look at all the nominees. Probably didn't win anything big. Yeah, I thought it was a Golden Globe, Globe, but this is Golden Trailer. It won the best the Golden Trailer Awards, best animation, best family animation, best family animation TV spot, best voiceover TV. Oh, it's just trailers. <laughs> It's a great movie, Ty. It's a really, really good movie. If, if you like Lego Lego movies, you're going to like Lego Batman movie. I liked one in the first more. half of two. How far did you get in two? I think there's like an hour left. Oh, okay. It started to drag in the center a little bit. Yeah. I don't really remember that. I just remember Lego Batman movie, Ty. Everyone, if you haven't listened, watched the Lego Batman movie, go watch it. Better Joker in it than Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger combined. Wow. Zach Galifianakis. He's a funny who, guy. Could have been on this list, but we didn't because we talked about it before. He was the inspiration for this list. Yes, because all the movies he plays now are just comedy roles. Hangover. Yeah. That one with Robert Downey it's Jr. It's just stupid, awkward. Between two ferns. Yeah, he's just a stupid, awkward guy. All right, Ty, do you have anything else? I don't. It was a good first pod in the uh, new apartment, Jay. Yep. And like now it. we have to go record like a 10-minute pod for my school. Fun times. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.